What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Terror Table, and today we are talking about the 14th edition of the Saskatoon Fantastic Film Festival. Right, 14th, not 15th. It's so okay. 14th, yeah. Okay, good. Alright, so we have lots of movies to get through, and we have festival directors John Allison and Jeff Drake here to uh, hold my hand and tell me about all of them. Uh... Which one of you wants to start? There's so much to go through. We got to talk about like dates and everything. And who wants to? Yeah, sure. Uh, okay, let's, let's, let's give, give so, us the whole lay down here, John. Yeah. So, 14th annual Saskatoon Fantastic Film Festival, uh, November 17th to 25th. It's at the Broadway Theater in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. Uh, and that we are showing approximately. I think we have 31 time slots. Uh, we start on our the biggest ever. That's I know we got I, it's done like 31 we're, is wild. we're at the max uh, and everything uh, but yeah so uh, we're Friday all the way to the Saturday on that and for anyone who doesn't know we are basically a genre festival uh, so sci-fi martial arts action movies cult movies B movies quirky different weird movies uh, and that like we will play romance movies but there's usually something different about them we'll play like this uh, I find it interesting nowadays of how much of genre film is actually played at the Cineplex, mm -hmm. where years ago you wouldn't see all these movies, but now we are seeing a lot of this stuff. But we pick the best of the festival circuit. Right. And um, and speak, speaking of that, with it being the best of, how many submissions do you guys have this year? Uh, approximately about 250. 200? That's, that's in, is that the biggest turnout you've had for submissions as well? Nope. <laughs> no? We have, had, we have had bigger. Uh, and that I do have a feeling... Uh, Things are still, like, we're coming out of COVID. Yeah. So things are still down a bit and that. Uh, but the quality of what we got is higher, I feel, than in some of the past years uh, and everything. And that, and it's reflected in what we're showing. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, there and has I think to that's be... that's why we're filling so many spots, too. Um, yeah. And in the past, we've had some Midnight Mayhems that are maybe a retro, which are really cool, but... There's just so many good new films this year that everything is, except for the drunken cinema, everything's brand new this year. Right, you guys didn't have space for uh, some of the retro, which is good though, but like... It's, it's, even, it's good and it's bad. I like the retro. I know, but fun. even how you're mentioning, it's like, okay, like they have you have what, 31 spots to, yeah. like 31 slots to fill. It's That's like, you got to have a lot of wild stuff in there to not have any filler. Yeah, and yeah. There's, there's even more still that we're like... We were like, yeah, I want to. We, I'd like to play that. I'd like to play that. Yeah, uh, and everything. And when we're getting the films and working out, there's some like which we can't. We get we get them. We're able to consider them. But then it's like, oh no, sorry, we can't play it. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, cool. <laughs> it's like we just move on to the next one that's really good. Uh, and that and it's worked out really, really great and strong this year. So yeah. So this is. Um, I wasn't available as a selection member this year. I was last year, year, but how do you guys feel about in terms of what was sent in for horror stuff? Do you feel like that was because I know this is a genre festival, but it does feel like we have a ton of horror that's always gets gets submitted. Do you feel like that was kind of the same this year, or do we feel like we have a little more? Uh, more. Definitely more. Uh, yeah. Every time slot, every day except for like there's some which i feel like every 9 nine thirty time slot is a dark movie right in that and there's some which aren't full on horror but you would still be there for horror fans uh and that uh so some which like oh this is a bit more of a drama 
romance, but there's definitely like it's a werewolf movie uh-huh. in that, even though it's more of a drama type thing in that. So those are ending up at midnight or at the nine thirty also. So yeah, we were able to go like the whole lineup every single day with something that kind of fit in that uh, realm. And then there's also some of the midnights also okay. too. So I think unless we have anything else we want to cover overall for this, do you want to kind of just run through every day, top to bottom, so people know what's going on? Because this is this is coming up really quick. So uh, it is in as when we're recording this, I can tell you because I have the website in front of me. Oh no! Now uh, if you do that, people are going to know how long it, it takes it me is, to edit. Yeah. <laughs> it is twenty six days, zero hours, and forty minutes away. There you go. Wow, that's that's oddly specific. <laughs> I, I did get rid of this the seconds on the counter. Uh, <laughs> I think we didn't have to go down that long. Right, right. So with, with that being said, do we want to start off with the Friday? Sure. So the Friday, uh, our opening movie is called Humanist Vampire Seeking Consenting Suicidal Person. The title tells you a lot of what the movie's about. Uh, this is a Canadian movie from uh, Quebec. It's awesome. Uh, that's why it's the opening movie. It's about a young vampire, well, young-looking vampire. She's like in her 60s in vampire years. But she doesn't like killing people, but she needs blood, obviously, to survive because she's a vampire. So she uh, finds Paul, who's kind of a loner with suicidal tendencies, and maybe there's a fit there if she can, if he wants to die and she needs blood to survive. Um, so it's a horror movie edge to it but it's also kind of a sweet kind of coming of age movie romance movie in there too so really different really unique take on vampires uh that's going to be our opener yeah it's fun uh the whole reason she can't uh and it's right at the beginning of the movie so not really a spoiler uh but the whole reason she just can't deal with feeding on people uh is because when she was young even though she wasn't really young her parents her like grandma and everything who are all vampires brought in like a clown or a magician or something and they're like yeah this is her birthday party and that and then they proceed to murder him uh, and that like at the end and she's supposed to join in and she's just traumatized uh, for the rest of the movie so I have to ask with that one is that and I know I, w- I would like to kind of mention as we go through I know a lot of these are ones that have come through Shudder for you guys as well is that one that's come by way of Shudder it's like I just like to give a shout out to them they have nope it is not no nope. perfect that's a cool one, though, because I know there are a couple oh, that on that. have seven movies that will be playing on Shutter at some point. Yes, exactly. Um, all right, so let's go on from that. Uh, so, yeah, so our 9.30 uh, is Wild Things, but it is Wild a things. drunken cinema. Can someone explain? I keep saying this, and I just want to get it recorded now, is that it, I didn't know what Wild Things was before. I knew it had Denise Richards in it. They showed the trailer the other night when we were there. I still have no I thought it was like it was basically the, the trailer was a Pepsi commercial just minus the Pepsi so I was trying to figure out what the hell is Wild Things all uh, I know is there's kissing in a pool yeah so it's basically uh, t- uh, high school teenagers uh, and that who are very older than high school teenagers uh, and that uh, accuse I believe it's their gym teacher who is Matt Dillon of sexual assault uh, basically, are like ha- uh, having an affair. And right. Stuff like yeah, that. I got none but, of that from the trailer. Nope, but it is actually what it is. It's <laughs> like a sexy, sleazy, uh, noir movie. Okay. And all the 
backs and back and forth between them and what who's actually scamming who. Uh, Kevin Bacon's in it. He's the cop who's investigating it. Uh, you have uh, Bill Murray as the lawyer who's brought in, and it's all this kind of like who's scamming who, who's right. that, okay. and it's all very like yeah, it's it's like sex on the like yeah we're just uh, they're throwing everything out there well yeah i'm, I'm interested to see uh, that's a different kind of drunken cinema but i'm interested to see how that goes uh, maybe a more intimate uh sexual <laughs> there's actually a few we have a few movies this year which are going along the lines yeah, that's a little more, risque yeah. and we uh we have one one afternoon is actually now going to be a horny afternoon uh, right. Okay, so you're you're embrace yeah. This yep, is like well, we embrace it. The fourteenth yeah, edition is bigger, better, and sexier. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know if the Broadway seats are very comfortable to make out in, but we'll <laughs> find out. I haven't seen we'll the rules endeavor. yet. <laughs> yeah, so I haven't seen the rules yet for what the drunken cinema is. And that I'm assuming it's still have a drink and not something else. I, I think uh, for but, for me, I'll just do every time I see Denise, I'll I'll drink, you know, <laughs> Starship <laughs> Troopers or something. All right. What's uh What's after our drunken cinema? Right, so following the drunken cinema to round off uh, Friday, this is our midnight movie, is The Puppet Man. So this is one that you mentioned is going to be on Shudder. So. Yeah, and from our uh, former guest of the show and friend, Brian Christensen, as well. Yeah. 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 He's the writer-director of this one. Um, and if you're listening to the podcast in Europe and you're not going to make the festival, well, you'll still get to see all these really cool movies because they're going to get picked up by somebody because they're so great. But this one is one that's on Shudder, so... The Puppet Man is a convicted killer on death row, but he's always maintained that he's innocent, and there was some evil forces that were just puppeting him and making him commit the crimes that he's accused of, uh, and now his daughter is kind of old enough that she's learning about the crimes, and her and her friends are now caught in the web of the Puppet Man. I love that. I, I think that's really cool. That's uh just, just from what I gathered from not only your description, but when I was watching the trailers, it kind of does feel like a little bit of a modern urban legend kind of thing. And yeah, I think it looks really cool. Looks yeah, and it's uh, one of the reasons we pick, picked it is it does have a few of the strongest, uh, most interesting kills uh, for the festival. Awesome, yeah. All right. Some of that was in the trailer, if you remember the guy lifting weights. Yes, the girl yes. With the candles, and yeah, so it's pretty neat. That's awesome. I'm excited to, uh, yeah, I've been purposely avoiding this because I know it is, it did just come out on Shutter, I think, the other week. Yeah, but I've been, it, we are showing a few things on Shutter. Yeah, no, 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 no I was, I'm just, I've been purposefully, and I will continue to purposefully not watch it so I can see it in the theater experience. Oh, with these movies, truthfully, yeah, like, well, like any movie yeah. in most cases. Yeah, yeah. yeah. if with you can. The, with the audience, way better. And some of these are total audience like get involved with movies. Yeah, well, I will say like uh, it just just on a personal note because when we watched uh, Freddy vs. Jason the other weekend at Broadway for uh, Drunken Cinema, and I've had a lot of wild and weird experiences watching that movie, and that probably was the most fun. What a what a rowdy crowd! Oh, well, <laughs> last Friday was fun and everything with all three Friday Thirteenth movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and, and we've big crowd too. Yeah, yeah. we're and we're already like. Unfortunately, the next one isn't until next September. September, you're yeah. saying. Yeah. So, we're, but we've already like, yep, we're already planning and like, what can we do and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Um. So that's it for night one. I'm assuming then. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're already running long enough. We don't, we don't want to go until three in the morning or four so. in the morning. <laughs> All right. What's going on for day two then? Uh. So this one's uh. This one, the first movie is at one o'clock, and it's called Return to Kellogg. So we're definitely moving away from horror with this. Uh, and it's a stop motion movie 
about uh and like kellogg like the cereal no company. return to kellogg is a town so kellogg's a town in canada oh i was expecting the cereal company no 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 <laughs> uh and that and what it is uh is uh you have a postman a penguin a mad scientist two french canadian farmers a man in a cheese costume and a sea league hockey team plus the rest of the town that comes together to basically try to uh make sure that uh, not an overpass but an off-ramp is made to come this and it's a stop motion uh anyone who's seen uh, town called Panic, uh, and that uh, it very much feels along those lines and stuff like that. Like the stop motion, this sounds fun. great. Yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. Uh, and the filmmaker uh, is Canadian, mm-hmm. uh, and that, and she is actually living in LA. She has uh, worked on a ton of stuff, uh, all a lot of animation and everything. Uh, and she's coming out. Uh, oh, for that's the movie. awesome! Yeah, very she's cool. actually flying in and stuff. The part that blows my mind on it is I don't think she even realized at the time. If you look at the picture, the poster. The Roxy Theater sign is the sign they the theater they use. Oh, that's in the actual thing. So yeah, so uh, yeah, definitely far away from horror uh, in that, but it's also a really cute, fun movie and stuff, and the laughs are there, and it's very Canadian. I was gonna say, uh, I, or, sorry, I was gonna ask, do we have a strong focus on Canadian filmmakers this year? Whenever we can fit them in, yeah, yeah, and that uh, our focus is always on let's get the best movies, but we also work very hard on being inclusive uh yeah because i know like you have to have like you know foreign films to write to round out this uh program so yeah like it's it's always there Mm -hmm. and then and like we will get to one uh my animal when we get to that uh another canadian movie okay all right so after turner catalog next up then we're going back to horror for the afternoon well thriller for 3 30 is a movie called the royal hotel it's australian and it's about uh, two backpackers, two female, young female backpackers who've, they're in Australia, they've kind of run out of money, so they're forced to work at a bar in the outback. Uh, they're two of maybe three women in, the, in this little town, and everyone else is full of kind of rowdy miners. Um, mm, uh, like okay. people who mine, not people that. Oh, mine. okay. I was like, uh, is this. Um... People who mine for a living. So as, so as they're in the bar environment and. And these guys are getting rowdy and drunk. Then there's tension starts to build between what's going to happen with these two young women that are kind of put in this situation in the middle of nowhere. Uh, this one was especially meaningful. Well, it was it's a great movie, but uh, to the female um, programmers that we have, uh, this really struck them as a really something, something that needs to, to be shown as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's really cool. It uh, has uh, Hugo Weaving in as a the drunk owner of the bar. Uh, and everything and it's really it is that whole dynamics of the uh, the sexes interacting with each other and mm-hmm. stuff and how he he's there and he's actually kind of protective but he also is totally like in like not capable of protecting these women and he gives in to the male right. dominated thing all the time and yeah it's really cool uh, and, that, and it is more of a thriller than a horror uh, but it has a big ending which is really cool and that yeah, that sounds really cool. I I think it's it's interesting anytime that you you have programmers that want to go to bat for something, for whatever reason it is. So it is. I think I'll definitely have to check that out. So, what do we have after that? Uh, Seven p.m. is hundreds of beavers. Uh, <laughs> so this is another one that, other than the fact that there's a at least a hundred beavers that are murdered in it, it's not a horror movie. Uh, and that uh, you have to see the trailer for this if you haven't listened. <laughs> no or. animals were harmed in the yeah. No animals. So everyone in uh, all the beavers in this. What it is is uh, you have an applejack. Uh, oh, the guy he's he goes out to get applejack wine and stuff and everything. 
uh, but he runs into troubles in, in that. And this is back in like, uh, like I don't know, 1800s or something like that. Uh, and he becomes a trapper on that. And he becomes a trapper so that he can win the love of this woman and her win over the father who's like taking all the skins and stuff like that. But all the beavers are men in suit. And uh, that it is a it's basically black and white. Uh, it is a, a silent film, uh, but it plays a lot like Looney Tunes. Uh, yeah, it's like a live and, action Hanna oh, Barbera. Yeah, and it's like yeah, they're murdering the beavers with traps, and the beavers are fighting back. Uh, and there's like this whole eventually like a court of beavers and stuff like that that is like trying him and stuff like like it is over the top. Uh, it's fun. And that, that. That, that, yeah, it does look like a lot of fun and something that you don't see very often. Just just it's it's aesthetic overall. Yeah. I, I think is very unique. The, the filmmakers are uh, for the uh, the main lead is the director for Lake Michigan Monster. Uh, and the director of this movie is the guy who did all the special effects. And, oh, neat. Uh, I think he was uh, one of the DPs or something for uh, Lake Michigan Monster, uh, which is another quirky, weird black and white movie. In that. Cool. What do we got going on after that? Uh, I'm 30. Yeah, this yeah. is one that Boozy's going to definitely make sure that he's in attendance for. Uh, this is a movie from Argentina called When Evil Lurks. Yeah, so I just I just want to to butt in before we we get into the nitty gritty of this one is this is one film before I even knew that you guys programmed it or that you'd been sent in a screener for it that I've heard nothing but but wild stuff that like this is like the scariest movie of this year and uh, I'm excited to hear about it. So with that caveat, I, it's very exciting that we've got this. Yeah, it's uh, I, it's it's the scariest movie in my opinion that we've got on the lineup this year. Depends what, uh, like, if you want, like, it's not, it's more, uh, like, there's, okay, we have, like, a ghost story type thing, mm-hmm. and that, like, that is creepy, disturbing. This is more, like, oh, shit, this is stuff's happening, and we're dealing with, the, like, crap, and, yeah. uh, like, uh, I, I, some people have related to, the, like, the sadness, but not, like, in that same style of, let's just push uh, okay. things as far, yeah. but, like, yeah, you're getting as extreme as that and everything, but it's... Yeah. Well, even the the trailer itself is is pretty wild. After a couple seconds, like yeah. it's about a demon or a, a two brothers find a man who has been inflicted with a demon, and in the trailer, that's the really gross looking dude. Yeah, uh, and he's about to give birth to evil, and so they decide, well, the best thing to do is just get rid of this guy, and then uh, shit goes downhill from there. Um, super good. It's going to be one of the like it's winning awards already. It's yeah, one of the, it's, it's, it's going to be, be a crowd pleaser. Movies of the year, yeah. yeah. Oh, and I should mention uh, there's short movies that are, that play in front of the uh, features. John is just hearing back from some of them, so we're not announcing all of them. But in front of this movie, uh, shout out to Kyler Wilton. Kyler is from uh, filmmaker from Regina, Saskatchewan, and his short film The Air is going to play in front of. Uh, where evil lurks. Where and evil lurks. Uh, on a personal note, uh, Kyle Ayer is also was the DOP for Abhorrent. So a big homie for, for myself. And I'm very excited to see his work up there already. Yeah. And uh, When Evil Lurks will be on Shutter before Halloween. Mm-hmm. But it is one. Watch it with an audience. Like, trust me. Yeah. There's scenes in it where, uh, even at home I was watching it, but it was like, uh, watching it and I'm like yeah they're going there and I'm like no they can't go there and I'm like yeah they're going there and I'm like no they can't go there and I'm like yeah they're gonna go there and then it's like holy 
shit, they really go there. Uh, and that, and everything. So it's that type of thing where, like, you can see some of this stuff coming, but it's also, right. no, nah, they wouldn't do that. <laughs> it's like, but they really commit. I'm very excited for that. Yeah. And anyone who has uh, seen the movie Terrified, uh, it's the same filmmakers and everything. Okay. Terrified. Terrified is much more creepy disturbing mm-hmm. uh this one is more in your face and like yeah <laughs> the um, murders in it and everything and the violence is pretty there okay anything else we want to talk about with you you know, feel like we really uh, hype that one up yeah it's worth it it's worth, it's worth it, it. <laughs> perfect yeah. okay so that's it's a strong high, yeah yeah, so following that, uh, we're then at the Midnight Movie on Saturday, uh, and in 2021, we played a short film called Visitors, uh, in that. Uh, and that is a short film about some friends who end up at a house uh, in Japan to visit their friend, uh, and it basically turns into uh, like Evil Dead type monsters and stuff okay. like that and everything. Uh, this is, vis- we are showing Visitors, the complete edition. Uh, that. So they've taken that it's short. It's a callback. Yep, they've taken that short. You, Anyone who's seen the short will see the short, plus a bit more in it on uh, that. But then it's, it is an anthology film, but they're all tied together And uh, that. Uh, and it is like pretty much like the end of the world. Uh, there's demons have come up to live, and there's people living with, like, how do you deal, live with the demons and stuff like that and everything. Uh, and it is over-the-top, uh, silly, gory. Uh, it's what I like from Midnight Movies. Uh, that it will keep everyone awake. Uh, that was so this is a fun, fun one, then. Yeah, it's yeah. a fun one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's like 60 minutes, so it's, it's, it is a perfect Midnight Movie. Yeah. I, I will say that I, I do love a good, quick movie if it's, if it's just there to shovel stuff at you and get out. Um, yeah, lots of blood and vomit and yeah. pus and yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so that, is that a cap for day two, then? That sounds... That sounds like a huge day already. Yeah, uh, that day is five movies in that. Yep, so bring your cushion. Bring your cushion. <laughs> yeah, we have a few days like that. Like every, week, every weekend day, uh, that. Like really, going in each year is that. You know, we could just do like one afternoon sh- slot. Uh, and then it is like, no, we want to play that. 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 And if we don't have this many slots, we don't play. So That's what you got to do, though, is, as I've learned, uh, strategically nap. I I will like I will dip out on on certain movies for like twenty minutes just to have a power nap. Oh, in I my love, seat. I love well, everyone. Didn't you, you, did you have a nap in, like in the theater? I thought I stepped on you. You did. <laughs> See, I was just well. That one I was like that's not for everybody because I found a nice little corner I could actually lay down. But yeah. then you get stepped on. No, they actually stepped yeah, on. it's better than bitch like falling over and like spilling things all over and stuff. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like really, I'm a big believer in like, I love it when people come to everything. Like, hey, come to everything if you can and you want yeah. to. And that's cool. And you'll see a really cool festival. But also, come to the ones you want. Uh, we do like the 10 pack of tickets. We do individual mm-hmm. tickets. Uh, and that if there's something that you like, oh, that's not my style. Yeah. yeah. And I do recommend trying. Experiment. And that's for a lot of people to go to the festival. You don't expect them to go see everything, even on like just one day, because there is so much. But it's like, yeah, like come out to the ones that, you, you know, there is a lot of good stuff. Yeah. It all depends on how much of a glutton you are for movies. Uh, yeah, and, if you if you've taken the time off work to do that whole week, then <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and we have people who do that. Which people do, yeah. yeah. All right, so where are we going on from here? Is this we're at the start of day three now? Yeah, Sunday, November nineteenth. Now this is noon. A movie called Booger. Uh, this is an American movie. It's a uh, the lead Anna is lost her best friend Izzy, and she's kind of struggling with the grief of that. Uh, and then her cat bites her and leaves 
and she can't find her cat, and her cat's name is Booger, so that's where the name comes from. Uh, and this heal that, or the uh, wound that she's got on her hand just isn't healing, and it's starting to make her feel a bit strange, and then now she's hungry for, like, canned fish, and she's swallowing her hair, and spitting it back up, and her predators, things are coming out of control, so it's a really... I think uh, character study is my what I would say it is. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's done really well in the festival circuit. It's kind of a fantasy horror with some comedy elements. Super interesting, really different take. Another unique movie that we've got, uh, and that's gonna start us off at noon. So yeah. you can come and uh, the last time we were at the theater, they had uh, black cat pizza. So you can come for lunch, I think now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and that one is uh, it is body horror where it's not like straight up horror movie in that uh, but I do know one of the shorts that is playing and the one in front of it is called Death Snot Death Snot yeah. and Booger yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is you know uh, like that's really playing into it now people are going to think that this is a mucus filled after uh, she is eating her hair and coughing up hairballs yeah. so this is like if you are disgusted yeah. uh, by that thing like Listen, vomit and I, I own three booger of my own boogers none of that oh gross. you're gonna get a lot out of this movie yeah, yeah. alright that's awesome yeah. Uh, so yeah so then the two we follow up uh, with Piaf uh, so Piaf is the name I think of a horse's tail and uh, it how do you spell that P-I-A-F-F-E and that uh, it's something to do with that and, okay uh, and what it, this is uh, not a horror movie uh, and that, this is uh, we're in uh, the horny movies on uh, that uh, <laughs> this is about a horse's tail and it's yep. horny okay what it's about is a young woman her sister has passed away her sister was involved with uh, doing ADR on movies and that and so she's actually doing making the noise of the horses plopping yeah galloping around uh, but the sister's passed away, and she's kind of trying to pick it up. But while she's doing this, she also, for whatever reason, starts growing a horse's tail. Uh, and, that, and this is a very sexually charged movie. Uh, and that, and it's, uh, uh, it would be, uh, I would guess, like LGBTQ right. uh, type movie. Uh, but even though it's she's with a guy and stuff, but it's all this coming, discovering yourself. The entire time you've been explaining this plot, I haven't been able to guess at a single point where it was going to go. <laughs> um, but holy shit what a why it feels it feels literally like you were just explaining the story off the top of your head just making, making it up, shit up? Yep. yeah and it's like and then this happens like oh okay um that sounds really interesting though yeah. so yeah we're out of like we're on the afternoon so we're out like we're not into horror movies and that, right, right. Uh, but it is very and and do you think that's movie. a that that was an apt decision to put such a horny movie in the afternoon to get people <laughs> horned up for the horned, night? yeah exactly <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Sunday. Yeah, it's Sunday. Right. But it, like, it, the Lord's like, Day to be there, Lord's there Day. There was talk when we were actually like shifting the schedule around. Like, uh, maybe we stick that at like 11 a.m., uh, which would have been even worse. Uh, and that. Um, there's only so many nights. Uh, and right, right. I, I am a big believer of like that, hey, that night, that late clock's late slot yeah. is really the, like, let's get the horror in there and stuff like right. that. So everybody um, just, if you're going to see that and you're sticking around after, just like keep it pent up. Edge yeah. yourself a little bit, well, no, and then wait, do you, the rest at home. You wait till the next movie, which is also horny. Right. Well, because I was gonna say, like, go home, take care of yourself, and come back. There's not enough time, so just keep yourself on edge until you can go home. Yeah. Um, all right. What do we have after that? Now that everybody's all horned up. <laughs> Four o'clock is uh, Divinity, so this is more uh, in the sci-fi genre, sci-fi thriller. Um, Steven Soderbergh presents. Uh, it was this was showed at Sundance this year. Did really well there. 
It's uh, in the future. There's this mad scientist and a pharmaceutical CEO, same guy, and he's working on his. Uh, to, he's working to perfect divinity, which is his fountain of youth drug. Uh, it's shot in black and white. It's super bizarre. Uh, Scott Bakula is is Jason's father, the uh, the mad scientist's father, and he's also a cult leader of his own. Um, so really weird, unique, um, and. Might get you a little randy, I guess. <laughs> it is, might be, yeah. This is another one of the films where one of the programmers, uh, Stephen, was like, "Yeah, no, we got to play this. This is the one I want to play." Uh, and everything. And you have to, you have to. At we, that we have a discussion in that, and but I'm big uh, as the festival director. I'm big on these voices. Like, okay. I think it's really important that all our voices come through uh, in that. Uh, so blame and, him if we don't like it. Yeah, basically. That's Perfect. All right. That. But really, it is something that, like, yeah, I was kind of like, yeah, I'm on board with it. This is yeah. a cool movie and that and everything. And Okay. So that's, that's something a little bit different, a little less horny, but still, like, yeah. it, it, it was cool actually, to have some more sci-fi stuff. It was on the plate, actually, for Dark Bridges of being there. Right. And it was like, no, we're a horror festival, but I want to play this, but, oh, okay, we'll just wait. Right. Perfect. What do we have going on after that? Uh, the next one we have is a 7 p.m. Uh, time travel movie with starring Riss Darby from Flight of the Concords. Uh, and, that, uh, and he is Rich Darby is this uh, time traveler who's come back uh, and he basically meets people and gets them to do stuff and that uh, but he doesn't it's like there's he, he tells them what the like there's this thing coming and they have to help and that and everything uh, and at the same time there's also uh, this one woman who has traveled back in time and she is out killing all the time travelers uh, in that. Uh, and it's a comedy uh, in that, uh, sci-fi. Uh, it's it's really, a comedy Terminator. Sort of. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of twists and turns in it and everything and what's actually going on and like, is the end of the world coming? Is he trying to prevent it? Or is like, maybe that sounds fun. That sounds it? really fun. Uh, and then really smart comedy. Uh, it's very character driven uh, mm-hmm. in that. And a the Canadian? people he meets. Did you mention Canadian? I didn't think to. No. Yeah, it was Canadian. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I will just ask now that I think about it, with any of these films, because I know you guys, you said, are still locking it down. Do we do we know any of the shorts for, for any of these? That... We do. Uh, I just don't want to... It's fine. That, it's fine. Uh, there, we, we have about two-thirds of the shorts locked. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm still... Like, the ones I know, like, I, I we are not moving Death Snot away from Booger. Like, there's <laughs> yeah, no way... Yeah, that was, a, that was a three-hour discussion you yeah, guys had. Yeah, like, was, it, it was very We were not we, doing well, that. <laughs> we, we argued, could we pair it with it? Like, you know, like, it didn't really seem to fit. Right. And that, but it was after a long discussion, and it was like, nope, and then we're locked in on that. Uh, so, yeah, like, we're about two-thirds of the way through. I'm expecting um, coming up... Uh, it will definitely be before November. Okay. On that, that we'll have all the lineup announced for the short films. All right. So what do we have going on from that now? Final movie on Sunday is at 9.30. We're going back to the horror movies on this one. This one's a French horror movie. Uh, it's set in the 50s, but it's but it's a brand new movie. And it's about um, a professor who goes down into the coal mines in France. And he's got a group of miners that are kind of tasked with taking him down into the mines. He's going to get some scientific samples. But once they get down in the deep dark, which is the name of the movie, maybe I didn't mention that, uh, the, so the name of the movie is The Deep Dark. The Deep Dark. Yeah. Okay. I should have led with what that. Is, what is that in French? Do you know? No, it's French. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> deep Noir. <laughs> <laughs> you should have. La, la uh, Deep, deep Noir. noir. <laughs> yeah. uh, once they get down in the mine, then the miners 
start to discover that maybe the professor is down there for a different reason, not just for scientific samples. Ooh, this uh, sounds very uh, cool. Descent uh, combined with, I think, also a little bit of the thing, but not for the body swapping and things like that. Is it more uh, the, just the uh, fact that it's like this male culture? In, right, and in a little bit of like that whodunit, maybe, uh, or it's less the whodunit. It's more just dealing with the fact that there is a big nasty practical effect monster down there. All right, uh, and that, and one like one of the characters they. The French mines, what they would do is they would actually bring in, like, immigrants and stuff like that, and they would make them go into mines and work and stuff like that. So one of the miners is, like, this guy who's kind of managed to work his way into getting here. So half the miners don't trust him, things like that. And it's the, not the politics, but the interactions between them. Mm -hmm. And then dealing with this really cool, practical effect, uh, big-ass monster in the mine. Okay, so I'm sold on that. (laughs) All right, that is everything for Sunday, then. Yes, that sounds that sounds very exciting. Yeah, I'm not a glutton in that, that much, and I won't put a midnight ever on Sunday. <laughs> ever, I, ever again. Yeah, you. Learned. I've never done that. I've done. We've done Wednesdays, we've done Thursdays, and Friday and Saturday for midnights. Never Sunday. John, I believe oh. I saw. Uh, what was the Norwegian movie about the death metal band that was on traveling on tour? No, that was like that was our closing film at like nine o'clock. Uh, Oh no! It was like you were got you were running super late. It was like oh, oh okay. Well, I won't say we won't run late <laughs> and end up, but no, that uh, yeah, you got to want semantics on that one. No, yeah, that, that was scheduled for like nine o'clock or whatever, and yeah, we had technical issues earlier in the day and movies. Yeah, that I don't but, know anything about technical issues. <laughs> <laughs> never had that happen. No, we would never do a midnight on Sunday. Intentionally, perfect. So there's no midnight on Sunday, so we're moving on to yes. Monday. Uh, so uh, was it last year in that? Yes. Yeah. So this is even this is a quick turnaround. Uh, last year we showed Baby Assassins. Yes. Uh, this year we're showing Baby Assassins to babies. Uh, in that. And Wait, so, you're not putting the right emphasis on it. Yeah. Baby Assassins two. No, I think it's Baby Assassins two babies. That's what it looks like on the poster. Baby Assassins two two babies. No, All right. no there is no Baby Assassins two two babies. It is Baby, Baby Assassins. Two, two babies. babies. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, uh, the poster will be on our website. Well, by the time this is out, probably the poster is on the website. Go to SK Film Fest and check it out, uh, and then you can decide. Uh, yeah, and this is the same two uh, assassins. Uh, in that the ver- first movie is very, very action driven, with the two girls not getting along, and that is somewhat and coming to terms with each other, and that, uh, and they're like teenage friends and stuff, but they're assassins on that. Uh, in this one, they're now friends, they're oh, together on that, and they're just trying to make their way through the world, but they've actually been, like, kind of blacklisted from doing assassination attempts and stuff like that. Uh, and then there's these two guy assassins who are kind of mirrors of them and that, and it's them interacting with each other while there's other stuff going on and everything. Uh, the end fight scene is amazing. Next is my animal, two babies. <laughs> also too big yeah it was a, it's a big title that <laughs> no I don't mean to belittle this movie it's, it's a movie it, this one's called My Animal uh, it's a Canadian film it's a something that's going to be close to Boozy's heart because it's a werewolf film oh my goodness and it's uh, but it's horror but it's got some of those like romance werewolf feelings to it right L- so LGBT yeah. uh, so plus, also, like plus a... also hockey okay yeah, yeah. Who wrote this for me? (laughs) Somebody wrote this for me. 
Uh, Jacqueline Castell was the director. Joe Matthews, Jay Matthews was the writer on this one. They know they know what to write about. This sounds very interesting. Yeah, um, so it's it's in a, it takes place in a small Canadian town, and Heather's kind of feeling trapped in this town. She's there's a bunch of different characters that she's interacting with. Her alcoholic mother is kind of making things difficult. Um, she's trying out to be a goalie for the boys' hockey team, and there's some difficulties there. And she's a goalie. And she's a goalie. Oh yeah. man, this is someone wrote this for me. Uh, and then she's starting to have developed these feelings for uh, uh, a female that's also in this small town. And then when the moon is full, she needs to chain herself to her bed just to try to control herself. So there's a lot going on in this film, but it's uh, it's a really cool take on a, on a werewolf flick. I'm, I'm happy anytime we can have a werewolf film. And it sounds like that is a really cool idea to go with it. And, and do you like Stephen McHattie? I do. He is the dad. He's he's the he's the Stephen McDaddy. Is what you're saying. Is what you're saying. Awesome. Okay, what do we have after that? That's very exciting. Uh, do you want to take the first one on Tuesday? I'll take the second. Yep, I knew you were gonna want to. <laughs> Tuesday. Now we're on at seven o'clock. Sorry, I, I just have to ask it, it, for for the week up until like Friday. What's the latest you guys play? Since because there's nothing at twelve. Right, so there, is it just really? the last movie so at 10? Or... Every, every movie, truthfully, unless it's a midnight movie, which mm-hmm. is Friday, Saturday, and sa- and then Friday and Saturday, yes, just Friday, uh, is at 9.30, except for one night, when we have to push everything back, because we also do a time slot for short films. Okay, so, so it's pretty it's consistent. Pretty much, it's 9.30 across the board. Yeah. Okay, so that, yeah. that's doable. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to say, like, because, you know, there's, uh, once it gets a little bit later, it's hard to get people out, but, like, 9.30, you know, hey, we're, we're home we're, before... We're earlier than half a lot. Exactly. I, I, I yeah. hate, like, yeah, I'm, like, landmark, 10.30. Why? No, that's not... And then they're showing, like, Killers of the Flower Moon or something <laughs> at, like, 10.30. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, weeknight. That's 3 in the morning when we're out here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in previous years, we've, we've... During the weekdays, we've put three movies in during the week, but... It's tough for people to get finished work, have some need. So we're at seven to nine thirty for most of them. Yeah, those. and yeah. That, no, that's... That, that's the reason why the festival is now this many days. It yeah. was let's make it so we can, because I do want to encourage everyone to like come out and then like, hey, you have like an hour or half hour or enough time to hang out front, have a smoke, chat with people, have a drink, do stuff. And right, you, you're encouraging. Yeah, you uh-huh. want them to get yeah. all their stimulants in outside. Well, they get in all their <laughs> chatting and have fun with each other and right. people and things like that, and then yeah, go across the street to the bar. <laughs> so we're going to start off Tuesday at 7 o'clock with a crime thriller. It's kind of the genres we've got on listed for. But it's called The Last Stop in Yuma County. Uh, and it stars Jim Cummings. He's a traveling knife salesman. And he needs gasoline. Did I just have to ask, did he help write it? No. No? Because he, he, like, every time I hear anything, because I love Jim Cummings, but it always feels like he's either, like, directing it or he's written it. He is a producer. Yeah, yeah, he's. I, this has got a very different feel from his other films. Like okay. Uh, yeah, but he's also still that. He is the same. He's the same character. Similar character, guy, yeah, but, the, yeah. but the whole feeling of the right. So movie. if you're if you're a Jim Cummings fan already, then yeah. you know you're in for it's good stuff. Yeah. So he's he's a traveling knife salesman. He's run out of gas. And he's is this like the seventies or something? <laughs> It's, it's timeless. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Okay, because I was like, is that still a career out there? I believe so. <laughs> when I was in university, I remember I got I went to an interview and I was actually for I think it turned out they wouldn't say what it was for, and then I got there and I think it was vacuum salesman. 
Oh. Is this like so. pre-pyramid scheme pyramid scheme? They're like, we can't tell you what you're selling until you come here. <laughs> it was basically that type, like get you in and then like, oh shit, I'm here. <laughs> it's important that he sells knives though. That's that's okay. That's that's, that's a hint. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I like that. So he's waiting while he's waiting for the fuel truck. There's uh, uh, there's no fuel at the fuel station. The truck needs to come. So, but there's a restaurant next door, and so then characters start to pile up as they're all waiting for gas, uh, and then a hostage situation breaks out and. It's got oh, wow. very Tarantino-esque feeling to it after that. And going to keep you guessing. It's going to keep you going, oh, shit, how are you going to get out of this? And it's it's a very, very strong movie. Yeah, I was I was super glad when we got this one tied up. John, mm-hmm. you said you wanted to take the next yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is it's one of my picks on that uh, and everything. <laughs> I get extra because I just force my will on people. Uh, that, uh, but, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what it is, is there was a movie we were trying to get. And it was kind of like, yeah, no, maybe even possibly. And then we never got it. But we did get it at the end because they're willing to do a secret screening of it. So uh, this is a movie that is won Festival Awards. Uh, it is a horror movie. It is a creature feature. Um... Uh, and it probably will not come out anywhere until 2024. So, so that's pretty, pretty it's huge. It's a big, cool score for us uh, and everything. Uh, I haven't had a chance to see it. Uh, and that. So I'm going in blind with everyone else. And I'm using the reviews and the information out there to say, yeah, this is something we should see and watch uh, and everything. Uh, it is definitely a horror movie. Uh, it's a creature feature. So and it's going to be a blast from what we, I hear. as far as I can remember, we don't do surprise screenings too darn often like this. So Not this too often. Pretty exciting when yeah. we do have it happen. So I, I urge people to come. Like I have no idea what it is either, and I'm very excited to check it out. Yeah, like on the write up, I will give those hints that I just gave. That's all we're mm-hmm. saying to anyone. Uh, and that uh, when you get there, I might give one more hint before the movie. Uh, just because I don't want people to go through something if they don't want to experience it. Yeah, there might be a trigger warning. My goodness, yeah, this is this is huge. You guys, uh, you better deliver with all these promises. It's always like, it's scary doing this too, like yeah, because it is that type of thing where, especially like when we haven't seen it mm-hmm. on that. But I trust the people who reviewed it. I know people who have seen it, uh, and that and yeah, like there's a reason from what I can hear why it won like best. It, like it's won best uh, horror film at festivals. It's won best director. So yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited. I can't wait for this. That that'll be um, that'll be for I guess for myself. Just just listening to you guys, that might be one of the highlights for me right off the bat. I hope it is yeah. for everyone. For yeah. everybody. I hope it is for me too. It's it's actually I love the idea of coming to my festival and getting to watch a movie for the first time. So I'm like, yeah, sweet. I'm doing this. No napping on that one. All right. What do we have next? Uh, I can talk about the next one. Uh, so we do know that the short film. Pli- uh, Time, uh, short film block we do mm-hmm. uh, so this on Wednesday what we do instead of the 7 and 9.30 we do 6 o'clock 7.30 and 10 and that and the 6 o'clock are international shorts and this year uh, the theme is technology so we call it tech noir uh, and, that, and it's oh uh, you mean like the nightclub from Terminator yeah <laughs> that actually is what it was I, that's okay. I, the name actually when I was okay. I came up with some other ideas and then the, my uh, Jay Clark our uh, pro short film programming director was like oh no I picked that because of this I'm like okay cool <laughs> and that and everything love that uh, but yeah uh, I believe it's uh, seven shorts uh, they're all technology based and stuff like that 
maybe some stuff like Alexa type stuff, maybe some like sci-fi things that are cool. Do you uh, have one of those in your house? I was expecting like a, we, we have in our home an Alexa and a Google. So if you, you know, you say like, oh, what's that new uh, Alexa movie? It'll be like, yes, how can I help you? What can I buy? <laughs> uh, no, I do not want anybody from the government listening to what goes on in my house. I'm really sorry to tell you, but that thing over there is doing that for you right now. No, I've got everything blocked. Do you? Are you living in a bubble? What are you doing that you don't want to even... I don't even have TikTok. Yeah, but you're the ones who's, like, making us post on, like, Twitter and that, which is, like, bane of humanity. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah, that's how much we hate it, is we refuse to call it what it is now. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I've made anybody post on X. Post on X now! Not not on purpose. (laughs) I've, I've been feeling guilty, so I have been posting. You probably noticed. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. <laughs> Guilt posting. Well, I've, I've also noticed Facebook sucks even more than normal. Oh, yeah. Like, so, okay, social media, like, sucks. Face, like, Facebook just made itself suck real hard. Like, there was a point when I remember liking Facebook yeah, and being able I to know. actually see anything that my friends posted. I know. Now it's just, like, John telling me what he's doing every hour. <laughs> I think out of anybody, John posts the most statuses I see. <laughs> yep, I do. And, yeah, and it feels like um, sometimes it's like a cry for help, especially when you've watched <laughs> movies all day where it's like, please tell someone tell me to stop, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So everyone follow John Allison on Facebook. On Facebook. Yeah. yeah, but I'm nice. I don't post on uh, Instagram or Twitter. So. Yeah, I know you're annoying. <laughs> all right, hey, what do we have? Just don't follow me. I don't give a shit. I'm going to follow you and I'm going to press you into posting at some point. <laughs> what do we have next? Uh, coming up next, uh, Wednesday. So now, of course, after I just explained, we're two, uh, we've got two spots every during the week now, Wednesday we don't because yeah. of the short block. So now we're at Wednesday at 7.30 and this is a film called River. If you remember Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes that we showed before, Boozy. <laughs> Oh, I was going to just base off River that this was about Rivers Como or something. <laughs> well, kind of. But it's, uh, same directors, Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes, which won the Festival Audience Award last year or two years ago? Two years, two years ago. ago. So which one was that again? I'm trying to remember. Uh, okay, so it's uh, the this small cafe with some apartments above, and it's a one-take movie where the characters discover, and it's Japanese, uh, that they discover that if you look at the one TV, it is actually broadcasting what is on the other TV, but two minutes in the past. Or sorry, oh, two, okay. maybe, maybe, oh, sorry. Well, it's whichever way you go. So right. one's two minutes in the future, the other's two minutes past. Okay. And it's a time travel movie where they're not time traveling, but they actually can do stuff because they're seeing what is happening in the future. Right, yeah. Okay. So this is the same director... Uh, this is in the same vein. It's another sci-fi. Uh, it's got some comedy elements too. But now there's a group of employees and guests that are that are at a resort town uh, inn, uh, and inside the inn they keep experiencing the same two minutes repeatedly. So they're as but they're aware that they're experiencing the same two minutes over and over. So they're trying to figure out mm-hmm. what can we do in two minutes to try to figure out what's happened to us. That's a cool. That's a very uh, like a good ticking time bomb kind of idea. Yeah. Using the, the two-minute rule. And you have all the characters who are the ones who accept it and just like, yeah, no, we're going with this and we're going to figure it out. Then you have the ones who like just can't accept it and like, right. then it's like, what do they do with them? And yeah. 
Yeah. Th so I bring up that Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes won the Audience Award this year because this one's going to do really well again this year too. That's or awesome. That, that sounds really cool. Um, I was going to say because you, you guys have mentioned a couple times about films that there have been shorts that have a uh, feature have come out of. Do you guys remember? Was it? Oh, correct me if I'm wrong. Was it Dawn of the Deaf? I was wondering, did that ever get like that should be a feature? Like, I don't think they ever did, but I could be totally wrong. Because yeah. I remember that, like, even at the festival, like, people being like, holy shit, because what a cool little concept for that. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if that's on YouTube or not, and I think I've mentioned on the podcast, but this is a side note, if anyone hasn't seen that. Search out Dawn of the Deaf, very cool short. Yeah, a ton of the shorts are, like, people proving what their concept yeah, proof is. Yeah, proving concept, yeah. That's, that's actually on a side note, uh, that's, that's what Abhorrent originally was supposed to be, it was just a, a tiny proof of concept that's turned into a larger one. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do we have next? Uh, the next that's, film... This is our 10 o'clock on Wednesday, correct? Yes. Uh, so the next film is Sleep, uh, which is directed by Jason Yu, he's one of the assistant directors for uh, Bong, uh, Bong Joon-ho. No, uh, you're going to say Evil Bong. Have you no. ever seen Evil Bong on YouTube? Uh, I, I, I have seen the movie. I did not see it on YouTube. Uh, uh, but yeah, so this is a movie about a uh, husband and wife. Uh, they're pregnant with a child uh, and that. Um, but it all deals with troubles sleeping and that. Uh, and then the trust, the distrust that goes between them. And with not wife, being able to sleep yeah and the wife believing that uh, there's actually like a curse or a ghost or something that's affecting them and everything uh, and it's the slow breakdown of their uh, the the group like the two of them with a young baby because I, I remember that when we played the trailer at the uh, Friday the 13th showings yeah. and it does it also deal with like sleepwalking it kind of seems like that yeah it, it deals with lots of elements of having trouble sleeping and then of course if you need sleep eventually or you're going to die or, yeah and or, if you so. and if he and the husband who is if he doesn't sleep and that he gets uh, very cranky which is just well, as scary and, but like and like I, there's scenes like she'll find something they'll find something in the fridge out of place or things like that like there's stuff going on and mm -hmm. happening but his his not being able to sleep causes her not to be able to sleep because she's so worried what is he going to do while he's not yeah. sleeping right? right so if you have trouble sleeping like i do this movie really hit home yeah do you um for your for your having trouble sleeping because i i've realized that that as i've gone on in life i've adopted a sleep schedule of three hours i will get three hours of sleep and then i'll be up for like two and then i'll have another three somewhere else so it'll be like, I'll sleep three hours at night, and then depending on my work schedule, sometimes I can have like a three-hour nap during the day, and that's my, that's my like, cycle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have no schedule at all. I just, I sleep when I can. Yeah, it's terrible, but you, you just come to accept it. So this movie is really... It hits home for you? Yeah. No, this was the, this was very cool seeing the trailer for this. This is another one I, I'm uh, very excited to go in and check out Blind. It, uh, it was one of the more well-received films from Tiff and Amanda's this year. Cool. Very cool. So that's everything for Wednesday, and that's our latest showing during the week, right? Yep. Is that 10 o'clock on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So very manageable for people that are working the, the 9 to 5s or what have you. I also, the other reason that one's on Wednesday is because it's a little bit shorter movie. So we never complain with a shorter movie. We literally movie. tried to make it so that we weren't there till after midnight. Very considerate. Yep. Very Absolutely. considerate. So what is going on on Thursday Thursday? 
Thursday, 7 o'clock, is uh, Molly and Max in the Future. So, again, taking a, a break from horror films. We love the horror films, but we want to, you know, expand our audience with the festival, too. we got to get Jay Luke out here once in a while. I'm That's just... right. <laughs> Uh, so this one's kind of a, it's sci-fi, takes place in the future, but there's also uh, some comedy elements, some romance elements to it, uh, and it's, uh, the name of the movie is Molly and Max in the Future, so it stars Molly and Max, and they're two friends, and they kind of lose touch with each other as Molly uh, takes a path to become a level 7 space witch, and Max stays uh, on the path he's on to climb the corporate ranks as a mechanic fighter megastar, so kind of a UFC with robots. Uh, and then at, after 12 years and four planets and three dimensions later, they come together again by chance meeting and start to, you know, develop a relationship or help each other with the relationships that they're in. It's just a really fun sci-fi movie with some really touching, you know, comedy and romance. It's got some good character. Yeah. 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 And everything I hear, I've not seen it, and I don't know if either of you have. Uh, it is When Harry Met Sally in Space. <laughs> I haven't seen it. So I, yeah, I, I like, all seen... I've seen is the orgasm scene. That's yeah, all I see. Yeah, right, seen yeah. You're, you're up on YouTube checking that one yep. out. Yep. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> so then, now the next movie, I thought I'd take the 7 because I know John wants to talk about the 930 <laughs> on this night. Yeah, so the, we have a, this is a, a Argentinian film. Uh, and it's called The Coffee Table. And it's about a husband and wife who buy a coffee table. And that's the basic premise of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, this is, uh, I love the fact, and it took me a while to find the post that he did, but the director, when talking about Fanta- or Fantastic Fest, and I believe the director of the film festival there agreed with him, uh, this is the cruelest movie at Fantastic Fest down in Austin. Uh, and that uh, This is a movie where we are giving out the warning of we're giving a warning that there's stuff in here you might not want to see uh, and that and it's a it is a black comedy it's very dark uh, and that and it's things go bad amongst the family uh, and that um, and anyone who wants to they can come up and talk to us or we can even put a note off to the side someone suggested we put a piece of paper off the side anyone wants to go look they can just go look they don't even have to ask uh, so we don't want to give spoilers of what the bad stuff that happens in this movie yeah this if is we one give of, the if we give away like in front of the crowd what's gonna what the trigger is the it? crux of it yeah the and you're kind of like you're so, spoiling what the drives yeah. the whole movie so we had right. a long discussion on how can we do this because we don't want to put somebody through it that's gonna have a trigger to this but we and also, there's a couple, there's a couple yeah. things in it. Like it's not just one. Yeah. Uh, and that, right. uh, this is uh, there's two parts about that I really loved. And uh, that the first is this is one of the tensest movies I've seen in a long time. And uh, that and not tense in that like oh my god there's gonna be a killer killing people or things like that. It's or that type of horror and stuff. It's more this is a realistic situation and just people deal them dealing with it. Right. Uh, and that. Uh, and then uh, my favorite part, though, was one of our programmers who watched it. We have two teams. This was uh, Anisha watched it. Uh, and her comment after watching is, the coffee table. I just watched it. What the fuck do I rate this? <laughs> uh, and that. And my response was, it's a really good movie, right? Yep. Okay. And it's some really challenging shit that the people are dealing with. Yep. Okay, cool. I would rate it high. <laughs> uh, and that. So yeah, this is one which uh, it's we're, it's in the late slot. We argued back and forth a little bit, discussed whether we put it first and then have something like Molly and the Max, mm. Molly and Max to kind of lighten the mood. A little palate cleanser. But we're early enough in the night that people can watch this. They can still go decompress after. 
at like 11 o'clock, 11.30 right. on that. So they're not going to bed traumatized and they're day ruined on that, but they have a chance to go, hey, what did that was watch? Let's go right. relax and, and, and compress. To, to reiterate, this is about buying a table. So, yeah. you know, I understand the struggle of it. So this might uh, negatively impact Saskatoon's uh, table selling oh, it, industry. It, it, like Ikea is done here. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. put on notice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the coffee table is quite amusing on that when you see it. Yeah, you will. You'll definitely think harder about your coffee table choices <laughs> when you go to buy a new one. Oh my season. god. This is going to be like one of those like the Jan Arden commercials I, where his puppy's crying and stuff. And I, I, like, I, uh, so I love wrecking people. Uh, <laughs> and that, uh, but I also want to give them warning and what they're right. getting into. So like, I'll never surprise someone with this type of shit. We're gonna put that on your tombstone of wrecking people. <laughs> like, hey, it is it is a blast to come in and laugh your ass off at stuff. It right. is also a blast in my mind to come in and have something emotionally hit you. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, and that's yeah. that's what what you and built it, the festival on. And this is funny. Like, it is fun. There's like serious funny moments in it, and it's just and, them dealing yeah. with the stuff. And but then there's parts where you're like, no, no, you're not going to, oh my God. Yeah. Like, oh shit. I feel, like, uh, I feel so bad for them. <laughs> that. So that was the end for Thursday, is yep. correct? Yeah. So so you can get out of there at 11 o'clock or whatever. Yeah, and go, go and cry. Yeah. Drink away your misery. Yeah. yeah. Think about your life and then come back Friday at 7 and see a horror movie called Stop Motion. There we go. So this is uh, about a, a woman who works with their overbearing mother on stop motion animation so everything's got to be very precise everything's got to be just perfect the way that the mother wants it when she's shooting her films the mother becomes very ill and now the daughter needs to take over the project but she starts to crack under the stress and the pressure and then things that are happening in the movie are they happening in real life and what's real and what's not and it uh, it's a real good um, psychological horror film yeah, anyone who uh, has attended festival years will maybe remember we showed a short film called Bobby Yeah, uh, Robert Morgan's the director, uh, and this is his first feature film. Uh, Robert Morgan has a very distinctive style when it comes to the puppet or the characters he builds and everything. Uh, and that, yeah, they're pretty disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> they're very reminiscent of like the old Tool videos, if you remember. Right, right, right. It also reminds me of, uh, I think that was from like a 90s thing, because like I know Alice in Chains had some like puppeteered videos yeah. that are very yeah. much similar. Um, that, and that, okay, that's at 7 o'clock, correct? Yes, that's yes. correct. And then this is one is 9... The, the, next, next, one, the next one is 9.30. Uh, and uh, Jen Wexler uh, directed this. Uh, Jen Wexler is the director from The Ranger a few years ago. Yes, yes. Uh, that, uh, that's yeah. on Shutter, I believe. I believe so, yeah. yes. Uh, and this is a Christmas movie uh, about... Uh, Just in time for Christmas. Yeah. We had a few Christmas movies that, uh, that almost made it in. And, uh, this yeah. is the one that we did. That spot. did make the Christmas cut. Okay, yeah. what, is, what yeah. have we got here? Uh, so yeah, so this is uh, two young girls are... What's the name of it again? Oh, sorry, Sacrifice Game. Sacrifice Game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it's two young girls are left to, over Christmas with uh, like one of the teachers at this boarding school... And that, but while that is going on, there also happens to be this uh, random group of uh, four kind of. Uh, this takes place, I believe, in the seventies. Uh, that, but like kind of four yeah, seventy, almost 70s, Manson yeah. style yeah. look we'll to them. Okay. Uh, and that, who are going around and murdering families and that uh, and everything, and Love they it. show up at the school. Uh, and that, uh, and it's the twists and turns between the four uh, killers and also the girls and the teacher. 
uh, and there's a lot more going on than seems. Uh, right. And it's a heartwarming story of people coming together and realizing that opposites attract. attract. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that, uh, yeah, and it's a really great, like, dark sense of humor to it. Uh, and it lots of practical effects. Uh, really fun horror movie on that. Cool. Our Fridays and Saturdays are like, like they're stacked with the uh, the horror and big name movies that we think this, people and this is the way you guys are, are ending off the festival the last couple of days is your heavy hitting horror stuff yeah yeah yep. okay yep. so what do we got after that well at midnight the train keeps rolling with how to kill monsters uh this is a movie from the uk it's uh we've got two lovecraftian type horror films in the in the festival this year I feel this like every i feel like every year we have one yeah at least at least one yeah sorry so this one is uh, the opening of the film almost looks like the end of the film where this girl has kind of survived this gigantic massacre in this cabin. Uh, and then the cops come and see her and place her under arrest because what else could happen? And she's trying to explain to them, no, it was this monster that kind of appeared and tore all my friends to pieces. I think even the credits run after. Yeah, I believe you're correct. Yeah. And Interesting. So then, yeah, okay. so then you're kind of thinking, well, it's kind of the end of the movie. But now... She's at the police station, you've got the cop characters, you've got the other people that are in jail, and now they're trying to figure out, okay, what really happened to this cabin? And as things start to unravel, maybe what she was talking about with monsters doesn't seem so far-fetched, so uh, stuff goes crazy from there. But it's very gory, uh, all special effects, um, the monsters, there's different kinds of monsters. Is there, so is this, is this like straight up horror or is there a little bit of like he's comedy? He's fun throwback horror. Okay, yeah, yeah there's yeah, a little bit yeah. of tongue in cheek fun well, here. Oh, it's all practical. Cool. Yeah. That. And it's UK, so it's that kind of hot fuzz kind of right. humor yeah. to it too. Okay, good. I believe That's, yeah. they directed Book of Monsters, I think is yes. the previous one. Yeah. Very cool. And that that's the last one for Friday night. That's the midnight. Yeah, it's another fun party. Like kind of cool though. So today. come out for Friday and have a party, and then come back on Saturday. Yeah, nine, nine forget so Saturday morning. morning yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, this is for anyone who's a real glutton for punishment <clears throat> and wants to experience kids. Uh, yeah. uh, Saturday morning, all you can eat cereal cartoon party is back, and we're doing all you can eat. And I'm so it. happy this is back. I do. Uh, it, it wasn't the same when we were doing it. Like even when we did like free candy, mm-hmm. I, I don't understand parents who will like, oh yeah, I don't come and eat all this cereal like sugar crap. But if we give out chocolate bars, they're like, oh no, just have one. <laughs> and that like it's like the same thing like there's no right, difference right. well it's because uh, there's different colors right and you get the <laughs> um the fruit loops and you're like look there's all, there's different fruits on here <laughs> so yeah so uh three hours of classic cartoons that uh, you may have not seen may not have seen it's all kinds of different stuff we don't see it beforehand uh david bertrand out of Toronto uh, is the program. So are they, are they uh, like the thirty features. minute episodes or like it's fifteen a, minutes? It's mix of like all kinds of stuff, uh, and he also like puts in commercials and things like that from Saturday right. mornings. So it's the same as when and and we're encouraging people like me and Jeff, not like you, because yeah. cartoons suck by that point on uh, Saturday morning. <laughs> Excuse me. Saturday morning cartoons are terrible. I want to tell you that You're when right. I was growing up as a child, I had a god the Godzilla '98 cartoon that came out in two thousand was on. TV in the more on Saturday morning. Saturday morning, and same with Men in Black, the cartoon. <laughs> okay, everything I've seen, all the cartoons now just get played like throughout the day, every day. Yeah, and like there's no more Saturday morning sitting there 
getting like massive I'm, amounts I'm of glad that you are on the pulse of what's going on with cartoons. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. I'm, I'm old and bitter. Uh, but we should mention that it's not the like little hands in the cereal boxes free for all that Correct. it has been in the past. Uh, the staff is going to serve the cereal. Still, all you can eat, but right. it's a little more, more uh, hygienic than it a has. A little more COVID-friendly, yeah. kind it's of. Right. Uh, yeah. I also have to ask with that, is it okay for us to come in our pajamas and our onesies and it bring is, pillows it's, it's and It's encouraged. Blankets? Perfect. Yeah. It's encouraged. That's what. See, that's what I needed to get out there. Like, I think you could come to any movie like that if you so felt like Right, right. I'm going to see if I can find like a, a blow-up mattress that's just kind of a single and I'll just wrap it around <laughs> myself so then I can just lean back at any point. All right, so after, and, and that's going on for what, an hour and Three a half? Three hours. Three hours. Nine oh o'clock to 12 o'clock uh, on that and then we kick everyone out and try to actually make the place actually like so people can come in again. Right. Because <laughs> it is so insane. It is, and it is come and go. So like don't yeah. feel like you need to sit there for three hours if you can only make it at 11. And it's, the, I mean, it's cartoons, so the kids enjoy it, but I sat and watched, like, some old... Oh, uh, there was one, like, it was like, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like Rocket Robin Hood, but all the all the faces, the mouths, were actually people's mouths mm, yes, in yes. that. Uh, they also had a Care Bears episode where it feels like a horror movie. Yeah. And it's like... It I remember watching like, a G.I. Joe one that was definitely not for kids, because it was like, they were, like doing stuff with Joe's mind to make him convinced that he wasn't who he thought he was and it was weird man so yeah. it's entertainment for the whole family <laughs> that looks like a lot of fun and I hope to see everybody out for that and then uh, Saturday at 1 o'clock we're back into the feature films again uh, with a movie called Hippo which is probably the weirdest movie we've got at this year's festival but also, After all the things we talked about, yeah, this is the weirdest. This is one. the weirdest one. So, the here are the main character's name is Hippo, and I kind of describe him as kind of an aggressive, narcissistic version of Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, he's got a Hungarian immigrant sister who's named as Buttercup, and she's not super comfortable with the, you know, living in America, but she's trying to adapt. Uh, maybe if she had a kid, that would kind of, you know, make her feel loved. And if she had it with her stepbrother, that would be even better because she doesn't really know any other guys. So she goes on Craigslist. To, maybe she could find a sperm donor and a date that way. Uh, the other character in the movie is Ethel. That's their mother. She's been institutionalized at least once we know of. Uh, and she's seen UFOs. Uh, and then we just experience what it's like to live in that household for a few days. Uh Shot in black and white, super weird, but very, very creative. Uh, it's voiceover, um, as long it, with the characters, too. It's just, it's a really, the, really... Is this our second movie. or third black and white? Stop. Uh, so, black and whites are beavers. Divinity. Divinity is third. Yeah. Yeah. And that. Uh, and yeah, it's just, so the, like, kind of the pedigree behind this thing, though. Uh, Danny McBride, David Gordon Green, Jody Hill are all executive producers on this movie. Wow. Uh, and that. Uh, and anyone who has seen Dogtooth, it is uh, similar yes. vibe. Uh, that um, has I, yeah. I haven't seen Dogtooth myself, but uh, Mitch glows about that movie, and has so a couple other people I know. Yeah, yeah. So this is our like, yeah, we got to fit at least one incestuous family in there. Uh, at the <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> You're, you know, we, we work. We, we kinda, work for that every year. Yeah, you kind of we kind of lost our way with the horniness, but we're bringing it back on Saturday. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, so yeah, so after that, uh, we follow up with Monolith. Uh, so this is at 3.30. Uh, and this is about a disgraced uh, reporter 
uh, and it's very much a COVID movie on that, uh, uh, who has, um, she's been disgraced, so now she is doing a podcast. And she's doing like mysteries. <laughs> a disgraced person doing a podcast. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> uh, and she just she uncovers this mystery of uh, people around the world have all of a sudden received this black box uh, thing on that, and it's you can't open it. It's just like this black cube, uh, rectangle shape type thing. Right. Uh, and no one will actually say how they got it. And that, and when she's talking to him, she's trying to get that information out of him. She's connecting with, like, there's a guy in Europe she's connecting with who's, like, a collector of them. And he's been purchasing these things from other people. And it's this mystery uh, of what this is. And it's a science fiction movie uh, and that. Uh, really smart, really cool. Uh, Low-key on that, because it is, like, it's one woman in a woman in a room. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, The Wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is that scene where he just kind of runs in, like, <laughs> does the move on her and then runs out. You know, like, there's that a, was just kind of in there for comic that, comedic relief. Uh, you have to really know wrestling for that one. <laughs> Low key reference. All right, you did here. But yeah, really smart uh, sci fi on that uh, and everything. And yeah, we uh, we love fit, fitting some sci fi in and stuff mm-hmm. and everything. So, and we often do usually end up with them, like, on the afternoons and that. and I find those they're, they're good afternoon films. I remember this was a couple years ago, but we watched uh, was it Prospect? That one yeah. was a daytime yeah. sci-fi, and that one is really good. Yeah, yeah. I I feel for anyone who just comes to the the evenings, like our afternoons are actually really cool. Mm-hmm. Weird movies always. Yeah, so you have no excuse uh, anymore. Uh, you can't mow your lawn. It's probably going to be lots of snow on the ground by then. Yeah, I think we should switch the next two because I think you probably want the one after this. Yep, and you want the last one. Oh, okay, that works. And I want uh, and the one in, in the middle here at seven. So, yeah. okay, yeah. cool. Uh, oh, well, this is to explain it. For like well, no, two seconds, like, are I'm, you guys I'm lo- changing I'm, the I'm, schedule I'm, as we speak? I'm, I'm looking at Jeff's, like, books over there yeah. and going, yeah, he probably wants not, he doesn't want this movie. Right. He wants yeah. the next one. So, John will take the and, next uh, one. Okay, right. tell us, John. Yeah, so, Riddle of Fire played at Tiff Midnight Madness and went over huge. Uh, this is kind of similar in lines to something like The Goonies. On uh, that, Whoa. it is a movie about kids. On uh, that, uh, the kids are these kind of like in a fun way, not in like kids nineteen ninety five. Yeah, no, totally okay. different. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Although, like these kids are criminals, uh, and that somewhat, but like but fun, loving fun, criminals. yeah, okay, okay. and that, like breaking into places, stealing stuff, and using traps to like stop the yeah, uh, the, the security yeah, guard. No good, okay. setting traps. Yeah. Uh, and uh, one of their mothers is sick. Uh, on that and so to make her feel better they have to go get a blueberry pie uh, on that uh, so to get the blueberry pie they have to go on an adventure and while they're on the adventure they encounter criminals they encounter witches they encounter all kinds of I weird stuff it. out in the woods uh, and that uh, so this is your fairy tale uh, modern take uh, with kids and stuff like that uh, and but a real movie. like 70s 80s vibe yeah, to it yeah. it shot in 16mm yep 16mm oh cool that, yeah it went over huge when it played a tiff and that so yeah uh, I'm really looking forward to that one uh, and Scott from the theater mm-hmm. uh, the, he saw he said he saw 54 films I believe at TIFF uh, and this was either his favorite or in the top three I can't remember I don't want to speak for him but it was one of those wow. and that I I just have to ask because it's it's not a bad story at all but he mentioned yesterday what actor was he talking about that he was sitting Viggo Mortensen yeah and I, that was for so Scott was sitting behind Viggo Mortensen at multiple movies yes at TIFF uh, when he was at uh, 
with evil lurks. Yeah, I was gonna say when evil lurks. Yeah. Uh, basically, they get to some of the scenes, and we, I can't show because we're a podcast. But it was just the reaction from Viggo Mortensen was like, yeah, he was like, like clapping, was like, yeah, cheering, <laughs> yeah, and, it's like, and just from the stuff, like it's like he's a film fan. That, yeah, and, that, and, I guess that's what I wanted to get out of it. And that's kind of a, a nice. I find it very touching. Is is uh, Viggo Mortensen can do whatever he wants in his life at this point, but he chooses to, to go, go to movies to go and see these indie films and and actually enjoys it so i thought that was sorry that's just a little side story you mentioned scott anyway continue so yeah i think we're on the next one saturday 7 30 a horror movie nope 9 30 saturday nah. oh, we, gotta <laughs> <change>. <laughs> we need to change the oh you're on the actual plate okay thank you i'll yeah. fix that okay Oh, okay. We're we're it's a working. The we're, site is a working progress. Hey, the cycle yes, li- is live tomorrow. <laughs> I am not finished. All right, after this podcast, I am running home and I am actually finishing everything. All right, nine thirty. Suitable flesh, stars Heather Graham, Barbara Crampton. I don't think I need to do more of a sell than that. Oh, I love Barbara Crampton. Yep. Uh, this is the second uh, Lovecraftian horror film we've got in this year's festival, loosely based on. H.P. Lovecraft's The Thing on the Doorstep, and I say loosely based because there's no thing on the doorstep in the movie, but... So, yeah, uh, they didn't have the budget for a doorstep. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, yeah, Heather Graham and Barbara Crampton in the same movie, directed by Joe Lynch, based on H.P. Lovecraft's story, What More Do You Need? Oh, Joe Lynch, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Heather Graham is a psychiatrist, uh, and she's kind of thrown into disarray when she meets a young patient that... She's kind of really interested in the claims that he's making are happening to him, but she's also attracted to him. Uh, then she's suddenly charged with murder and locked away in an asylum. And so she's telling her close friend, Barbara Crampton, this is what's happening. Um, and so as two psychiatrists, they don't know what to believe. They're not sure, you know, what's real, what's not. It's erotic, it's body swapping, it's cosmic terror. Uh, it's this is a really really great film and I'm uh, super happy that we were able to lock this one in too. Yeah. Anyone who wants to listen to a good podcast, not uh, that don't quit <laughs> listening to this one. <laughs> uh, should, should go check out Colors of the Dark. Uh, they just had Joe Lynch on. Uh, okay. And that. I was just actually listening to it this afternoon and yeah, it's really like the stuff in it is really cool. Uh, and that he was talking about how he doesn't feel it's a midnight movie and that and everything and stuff, but it's good at this. He was, it's cool listening to him because he's talking about, oh yeah, this is actually better at like seven o'clock or nine, depending on where you are, <laughs> what group you're in. Uh, right. So you're, you're taking and, down that info. You're But he also talked in like all about how they gender swapped the characters from the story mm-hmm. uh, and everything and what that yeah. actually meant to the story and stuff. So it's really cool. Uh, and, and just like with every Lovecraft story now, you have to take out all the racism. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> It's, and it's not just the white old uh, scientist uh, professor yep. who like discovers experiencing everything. terror. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a white old scientist in this one. Yes, there is, but he's not the main character. <laughs> and that so that is your seven, right? Nine, 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 nine thirty. Okay. Yeah. Seven, so seven o'clock is Riddle Fire. Nine thirty is uh, uh, Suitable Flash. Suitable Flash, and yeah. then and then the big finale. Yes, the big finale is so not this year, but last year at TIFF, uh, the People's Joker played, and then it got pulled uh, right after. Right. Uh, this is the so the the name of this film for anyone is the People's Joker. Yeah. So yeah. this is the parody of DC movies, uh, with the main character being a trans uh, Joker, uh, Joker the Harlequin. Uh, it looks wild, and I can see why it was pulled. 
I'm yeah, like I who knows? I, there was a letter that was sent to them, and they bolted. And that uh, and everything. I'm assuming so, they got a lot of cease and desist. I don't. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, for us, it was just like, hey, this is like, this is a cool movie, and it's, yeah, we want to yeah. show it and show support and things like that. Uh, we, I was like, yeah, let's do it last year, and we couldn't. Uh, so yeah, and they like was, they recreate scenes from all the different Jokers, and they even have yeah. um, Jared Leto Joker referenced in this as well. Yeah, so and, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, a lot of the, the other like DC villains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, the Bane characters always fun. Uh, nah. uh, just when we when you guys showed the trailer, even when they showed Bane, there was a good crowd reaction. So I, th- I think that one looks like a lot Bane's of fun. A bit, like, have you been watching uh, the Harley Quinn uh, animated? I have not. Oh, Tell God. me, John. Well, you gotta watch it. Uh, Bane is amazing in it, uh, and that because he is so self conscious and no one likes him, and he's trying to be friends with everyone, and that. But he's like a total kind of big, huge klutz and stuff. It, yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, so my my favorite villain from the Dark Knight series, and he's the worst in this. Well, they're all in. They're all terrible. Oh. And Harley Quinn. Uh, <laughs> and that, the whole series is like a, it, that. Series is a takedown of DC ah, and okay. stuff like that. Uh, cool. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. Sorry. So uh, yeah, Vera Drew uh, created this, directed it, stars in it, wrote it, uh, and everything. Uh, yeah, it's a. It'll be a blast. To close out on this. Uh, really strong satire. Uh, and everything, uh, and dealing with all the like coming of age and being trans and all that kind of stuff and everything, uh, and that. So yeah, I, we it just we know people want to see it, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it'll go over really well. So it's yeah, this is our a great way to kind of close up the fest. And what a yeah, what a kooky overall yeah. Just watching watching the trailer for this, it is it is wild that it is out there and we get to show it, and it looks yeah. like a lot of fun. Good way to like you guys have said, good way to close up the festival. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything else more to that's that was a lot, and it sounds like a really amazing lot. Like, I because I, I, for for the listeners, I like I haven't heard about this was the first time me hearing a lot of this stuff. So a lot of these to me sound incredible, like the the werewolf one and stuff. And it's like it's you know, it is such a strong year for horror, yeah, like on the festival circuit, yeah, uh, and everything. Like usually we yeah we we fit in some and that, but it's always like we have all these other movies. And so just this time, like, what is there nine or something like that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, like a really yeah. strong horror movies. And and the website will be live by the time this goes yes. live. Yes. Uh, and correct. So corrected. Unless and I <laughs> unless I somehow race home as fast as possible, edit this <laughs> spitefully. <Hey>, feel free. <laughs> but, uh, I will not care. Take time to to watch the shorts too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we had two hundred and eighty shorts no, to choose from. Uh, it was two hundred and five shorts plus a few more. Uh, and that, and then... 205 plus not 205. Well, there was... We accept submissions, but we also ask for a few shorts. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, I, so, I know how many yeah. were submitted. So, over 200 shorts to choose from, yeah. and there's some really, really strong stuff in those categories, too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and up-and-coming filmmakers, and like we talked about, film, or shorts that you're going to see probably made into features. So, uh, take the time to come to the short film block, and check out the shorts as we announce them on the website, too. Yeah, and this has just been a thing over the years, getting to know you guys as well and getting more at the festival is there's been countless times where, uh, I and I, I guess I can just say more for horror because that's the thing I'm interested the most is you're seeing a lot of these films that turn around and become huge deals after the fact. You're getting to see these way before, you know. It's like when Evil Lurks could end up exploding, you know, like there's uh, like Terrifier we saw before that was a big thing Train to Busan that's a kind of pull like I know just offhand where it's 
these these films we got to see early and then after you're getting to see uh you know everybody else finally getting and it's it's just yeah go check these out these are these are new and exciting so yeah it's always neat to see years later like kind of like oh yeah that film like which films have staying power and yeah. which don't and yeah. a lot like we have a good record over the years yeah and I, I do feel a lot of times yeah the the audience is correct when we do a lot of the voting and stuff that they're that they always pick some really really interesting films and yeah it'll and be a good the, time and the friday the 13th series that we just showed had you know we had a couple hundred people come out to those screenings so we're gonna have a good crowd in the theater i think for uh you know the full week uh, and that's the way to see these films is with a group of people uh, because you're going to laugh and you're going to cheer and you're going to cringe with everyone and feel that energy. So uh, you can watch them on TV later, but encourage everybody to come up to the theater and see them in person too. And one other thing I'll say before we uh, we get out of here. Do we have a, a beer sponsor this year to, to come in? Uh, District Brewing is involved. Okay, yeah. Uh, so come in uh, yeah. specifically for the Drunken Cinema. Yeah, specifically come up for, for uh, Wild Things and, and drink a shitload of District Brewing. It's anybody who has helped out with the festival, we appreciate a lot. So, uh I think that's it, unless you guys have... Uh, really uh, watch skfilmfest.com, our Facebook so- page, All the social media is yep. skfilmfest. Twitter, even? That's up to Jeff. I'm done. Uh, I don't think I even... I didn't even... <laughs> I, 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 I posted, like, a couple times, I think. <laughs> okay. uh, but all the tickets and passes and everything will go on sale coming up on that. Right. Uh, and tickets, if you're a, if you're a member for the Broadway Theater, you get a discount. So yeah. make sure you get your membership. That thing is worth its weight in gold. Yeah, and we also have our membership, uh, which is twenty five dollars, and right. that is for lifetime, and it just gets you just our stuff for yep. cheaper. Uh, and that uh, the Broadway Theater also, I'm sure, would appreciate. It. They are also right now, uh, even if uh, for the rest of October, uh, and it'll be on after. They have multiple levels of membership now. Oh, okay. that. And there's one which I I bought. Uh, the marquee membership, which actually for $150, you get into all the regular screenings for the entire year. No way. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, and that, so uh, that doesn't count the festival, uh, and that, but it counts all like our, uh, not our drunken cinema, but our Midnight Mayhem. Yeah, stuff like, like all the, the screenings. Anything with the regular Broadway theater price. Yeah. yeah, like all the screenings they had this month for, for the Halloween yeah. stuff. You could have got into that. Um, and also, this is just something I've noticed because I picked one up myself. Is they got new T-shirt designs? Go check those yep. out. They're designed by in-house staff, so there's some cool stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, overall, Jeff, you got anything else you wanted to mention? Thanks for having us. We appreciate the support, Boozy, and uh, what the Terror Table does for us for helping us get the word out of the festival. So well, uh, I, and I'm you. gonna say, sorry, continue. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. I was gonna say just on my own end, uh, thank you guys for coming out. It's been a little bit since I've had. Uh, to record or had anybody to record with so this has been a, a nice way to get back to it I'm sorry we couldn't talk more about our personal what we've been watching because I'm sure we all have seen some interesting things I'm, I'm not, we're not allowed to talk about it because it's all stuff we consider for the festival uh, since August I have watched close to 150 movies like that. well there you have it <laughs>